There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm recording now. I'm going to start with this today, Dylan. hope this sounds good for you. Oh, is that good? That was, that was, I can taste it from here. Oh man, we got to have one good thing on this podcast today, haven't we? Well, and there we are. <laughs> True feelings revealed. Maybe. Hello. Hello there. I, I miss you, man, though. I miss you, man. Oh, that's oh. rock shit. Oh. <laughs> I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you, I miss you. Hello there, everybody. My name is Lonnie. His name is Dylan. We're doing a podcast called I Miss You, Man. How you doing, Dylan? Doing fantastic. Couldn't be any better. It's the greatest day of my life. Can you elaborate on that? That's pretty impressive. Well, I'm talking to you. That's all I need to say, really, isn't it? Come on. Come on. My boy. Come on. Come on. Come on. Where would I rather be on a Sunday, Arve? I'll tell you where. Nowhere. 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 Wow. Well, what are we doing here today? Well, usually, hmm. usually, the podcast is about you and me, two men who miss each other, taking each other on a journey each week. It could be about anything. Life, pop culture, everything in between. But this right here, this, this, this little, this little cheeky episode right here, this is part of our mega series where we go through the entire filmography of the best actor to ever grace the world, the universe, Christina Ricci. Oi, oi, oi. We love ourselves some Christina Ricci. We've been going through all the movies. We've reached episode 42, chapter 42 of The Chronicles. Not one that we're probably looking forward to, I don't think. Bucky Larson, born to be a star. Wow. There it is. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, Dylan. A happy Madison production, if that tells anyone anything. Dylan, did you know much about this one going in? No, didn't even know it existed. Never heard of it before. But apparently it's quite infamous from what I've heard. Yeah, so it's infamously known as one of the worst bad movies of all time, right? Like the very, very worst horrible movies. <laughs> now, Dylan, you love bad movies. Don't you? I've been known to. And you, you love a certain type of bad movie where it's sort of where it's not boring, right? You want that we want to be at least interesting, have something going for it. Absolutely. I love a bad movie. Mm-hmm. I love a good movie. Mm-hmm. I hate an average movie more exactly. than anything. Exactly. Now, we've been a bit cool with each other off pod leading into this about what our true feelings are about Bucky Larson. Do you want to spill the beans first? What do you reckon? Uh, I want to hear from you first, actually. <laughs> You're putting me in the spotlight, are you? Okay. I sure am. Okay, Dylan. This movie, Adam Sandler joint, 
famously one of the worst movies ever, apparently, according to all the to all the people who've seen it before us. Truly an Adam Sandler. He wrote it. He didn't right. just produce he it. He wrote it. Part of it. And a movie about a porn star in the porn industry and a black comedy thereof. Mm. All these ingredients are probably making you think, I'm not going to like it. Is that your thought right now? I don't know what to think. Well, we'll get this, Dylan. I didn't mind it. I actually kind of liked it. Get this, Lonnie. What? I think this is a good movie. <laughs> really? I like it. I, I was like expecting it. it to be really bad, but it kind of wasn't. It was okay, wasn't it? No, I, I don't see any issues with it. I mean, yeah, it's it's risque, sure. obviously. A couple of scenes that go a bit too far, you know? Definitely a not safe for work episode, this one. Oh, absolutely. But I was waiting for, like, the big egregious thing to happen or the, for the really bad jokes. Like, it's not overly funny. I can see why people aren't vibing with it too much, but I didn't think it was too bad. I really didn't. I'm I've definitely seen... Here. I think it's actually all right. No, I'm, I'm, I'm being serious too. I've definitely seen worse, and I have seen worse on this series. <laughs> you reckon? The Christina Chronicles. I sure have. Yeah. I, I think it's top half, if not top quarter. I, if I may be so bold, top quarter, yeah, I reckon. You reckon? Okay. I watched it twice. You watched it twice, did you? I did. All right. Well, do you want to tell us a bit about the plot? What's Who's Bucky Larson? Why is he born to be a star? Well, he's born to be a star because uh, his parents, mm. both his parents, mum and dad, turns out they were famous porn stars in the 70s. And he's like, oh, my gosh, this is my destiny now. I'm going to be a porn star. And now Barky Larson, not conventionally attractive. He's got big old buck teeth, comedically so. Mm -hmm. He's got a dirty old, I don't know how to describe it, a bob mullet. A bob bowl cut sort of thing, yeah. Bob bowl cut, but also long at the back. It's also like half a mullet Mm, too. Awful hair. Gross. And played by Nick Swardson, who, look, I'm not going to throw any shade, but he's not, he's not Brad Pitt, all right? No. Just, that's all I'll say. Okay, sure. But Dylan, and Bucky it's about Larson, him just, yeah, oh, sorry, yeah just say, getting involved. He's yeah. got so much, so much spirit, which I kind of liked. He, he really doesn't let the bad things get him down, does he? No. He's, he's a decent main character. He means well. At the end of the day, and I think that's all you can ask for in a protagonist, can't you? Yeah, so he, he runs to, so he's from the Midwest, but he goes to um, LA to become a porn star because he thinks it's in his his um, destiny. Mm. And his parents, like, the funny thing to me wasn't so much what they were saying or what, what they, it was more what they were doing. Like, his parents are like, oh, you caught us, we're going to tell you when you turn 50, but you're right, we were porn stars. <laughs> Which is funny because they definitely would have been dead by then. <laughs> And the fact that they kind of own it, that makes it funny to me. Like, normally the story would go, oh, they're ashamed of it. But they're kind of like, oh, yeah, we were porno stars, weren't we? But Yeah, they were half excited to, yeah. that he knew. And they were supportive of his journey, which is fun. And he just, like, really wants to do it. I, I guess the humour is supposed to be, you're right, he's not a conventionally attractive man, yet he wants to be a porn star. But, like, I, I didn't, I kind of liked the fact that he was... He didn't let the haters get him down. He kept going on his journey. Um, it was kind of inspiring. 
as much as this black comedy Adam Sandler movie can be inspiring in that sense, you know, he yeah, just has a, has absolutely. a good spirit. And he sort of gets into some madcap adventures. He he develops a rival porn star who's who's um name's Dick Shadow, who um hates him, makes fun <laughs> Play, of him. Played by Steven Dorf, and it's good to see Steven Dorf again. He's done a pretty good job here, actually. Okay. Yeah, he was pretty good. <laughs> um, and he sort of he, he gets hooked up with um, Don Johnson, who's a sort of failed porn director. Um, yeah. Again, some of the jokes don't land, but the, the general concept of how he breaks into the industry is quite funny. Do you want to tell us how that operates, Dylan? <laughs> yeah, well, basically shoots his first scene with Don Johnson, mm. which, by the way, talking about porn, that's a great porn name, right? It really is. It's, it's a bit too obvious a joke, isn't it? But it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, it goes disastrously. Because Marky Larson, he hasn't even he hasn't even touched himself before, Lonnie. So as soon as he sees some, some boobs just jiggle around a little bit. He's just he's just ejaculating everywhere. Mm. He's got a comically small penis. It's just it should all be working against him. He should be the worst porn star ever. But he's so bad, he makes the, the guys that watch the porn feel good about themselves. Yeah. <laughs> so he's so bad he's good. It's a funny concept. <laughs> it is. And it's, it's funny because, you know, normally the porn star narrative in, in media, if there are serious movies made about porn stars, is, yeah, the Boogie Nights thing. They've got a big dick and they're, they're a Lothario and they, that's how they get into it. But, yeah, it's, again, it's his shortcomings are what he doesn't mind about. He doesn't care about them himself. And that's what makes him into a into such a nice character. And, and that's what you know, brings his journey you know, to fruition. Um, and he owns it. He's not being yeah. taken advantage of. He knows. Yeah, exactly. And he's just happy because he's helping people. Absolutely. It kind of, again, as I said, not every joke lands, but there's enough going on there, I think. It's not, I've seen, I've seen way worse movies, 100%. Um, and they make, like, they make jokes at his expense about his, his accent, his weird accent, because he's from the Midwest and his hair and stuff. But they kind of still work for me because he, he doesn't agree. He's like, I haven't got a bad accent. Like, the joke is almost that, he doesn't care about it and people other people care about his looks and his accent you know what i mean like he's owning it as you say absolutely no he's one of the good ones i'll back you last and i'll put it <laughs> sure out there is. how does uh, our girl christina come into it well she's uh, a waitress at the basically the first restaurant he goes to when he gets into town mm. and they just strike up a friendship she uh catches him in the bushes after she leaves work because he doesn't have anywhere to stay <laughs> and she's like well you know, I, I've got someone at my apartment building who is looking for a roommate. And you know what? If it doesn't work out, we got nicer bushes. <laughs> That's funny. It is funny. There's some good jokes <laughs> in this movie. And they strike up a conversation and he keeps returning to her diner, even though the food there makes his bottom hurt. Because, <laughs> of course, he's in love with her. And the very first time he sees her film, she's got the light mm. behind her, the music swells, and you know she's got the wind machines going in her hair. That's us, isn't it? When we see her, basically. So maybe maybe we're just reacting to him because we're the same in a lot of ways. Oh, we see ourselves in old Bucky Larson, you reckon? Not in every way, of course, but some ways. Wow. <laughs> wow. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H E L P. Yeah, I think Christina's really good as always. I, I do wonder does she play it a bit too straight, the comedy? Do you think she's playing too much of a straight man in this? I think so, but I think that's what works sure. for it. Yeah. Like she's playing like it's a very dramatic role and she tells like she's got like this traumatizing backstory yeah. because the reason she works in like a really dingy diner is because she was a waitress at a decent restaurant. But <laughs> she had like these tin bowls of soup that she dropped at an old lady and, burned her. and she's, still, she's telling it was such serious drama that it, it turns around and becomes funny. So I think it works. Yeah, and I, I think she, Bucky needs somebody who's in his corner and he's in LA, and that's it. I, I think it does work. I, my only concern maybe it was a bit too straight, but as you said, I think it does work because it turns around to be funny again, so it comes around. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I also like that. That was a funny joke, actually, when she says to him, when she's about to reveal her, her tragic backstory, she says, look, there was an incident. And he, he like, straight away, he's like, what, you killed a man? <laughs> <laughs> She can't work with trays, you know. And later on, somebody <laughs> says they work at Restaurant Magazine. Just pretty... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice that. That's funny, yeah. <laughs> that was real good. Um, look, you and I might be the only um, supporters of this movie, Dylan. It's got 3% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I found some reviews. That is madness. Yeah, I, I don't know what the problem was back in 2011. What's everyone worried about with this movie? They're, they're all cowards. <laughs> Morning. You reckon? They're all sheep. They're they? cowards. Absolutely. Absolutely. That, didn't that darn count up like 8%? Yeah, another good movie. Yeah, but tell me though, <laughs> this is better, right? I don't know about that. <laughs> Come on. They're both pretty good, I reckon. Mm, so okay. I, I could read out a whole bunch of reviews all saying bad shit, right? But cause they're all kind of the same, so probably not much point doing that. I'll read one. And maybe go through a bit of letterbox, but we can. We can. I think. I think we need to defend this movie, Dylan. Yeah, absolutely. So, what do they have to say? Well, here you go. A. O. Scott from the New York Times at this point, a very famous um, film reviewer. He says, among other things, Bucky, who has reached whatever age he is supposed to be, thirty-five, forty, in a state of complete ignorance about the most basic sexual matters, turns out to be a fellow of exceedingly modest endowment, but. His shortcoming proves to be his ticket to stardom, since watching his uh, performance makes average men feel better about themselves. It occurs to me that Bucky Larson, born to be a star, may have been made for a similar purpose, to 
console every actor who has ever been in a movie that is a little less bad than this one. Let me put the matter another way. This may be the worst movie Paulie Shaw has ever been in. Think about that. No, no, <laughs> that's that's enough. That is factually untrue. <laughs> there is no goddamn way. Uh, goes on at the start of the review of while he was like, I don't want to name the actors in this because it's like too mean. <laughs> he goes on to say, <laughs> Mr. Shaw has a cameo playing himself hosting an award ceremony for porn stars. So at least that's he, funny. At least he retains a bit of dignity. I wish the same could be said for, do I have to rat them out? Can't I just pretend I never saw them? Don Johnson, Kevin Nealon, Stephen Dorff, Edward Herman, and Christina Ricci. Miss Ricci has the especially thankless role of Bucky's love interest, a waitress who befriends Bucky when he first arrives in California. Uh, he goes on to say, this movie was not screened for critics, and I should have taken the hint. Well, rough. Too rough, actually. So you reckon Paulie Shaw has been some worse movies, eh? Definitely. Oh, yeah, for sure. Come on. Now, if I go... He's in some shit in the 90s, mate. If I go to Letterboxd, the unwashed masses, I think they are pretty unwashed here, actually, to be honest. Well, there uh, you go. Luke Nahn, Dylan, wants to fight you, because he says, if you enjoyed this movie, then fuck you. Name a time and place. Now this now person, I'll take him on. I'm going to tell you this person's uh, comment, then their name, Dylan, and see if you still respect them at the end, okay? Okay. The review is, my passion for cinema is officially dead. Time to change my degree. That was uh, delivered by Hentai Cop. <laughs> so I don't know if we really put much stock in what they say, do we? Well, maybe they... They disapprove of hentai one so much that they want to bring down the law on it. You know? <laughs> Possible. Now, some good reviews though, some more recent ones. <gasps> Video Scum has said, quoting the movie, it's not about having a giant wiener swinging between your legs, it's about being a beautiful and caring partner. Right now, in this moment, this is the funniest movie I've ever seen. Imagining people sitting straight face through it makes it even funnier to me. <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, yeah. I don't know about funny to me if you've ever seen. I wouldn't go that far. That's all right. But you know what? Humor's subjective. So, who am I to say they're wrong? Here are two reviews, Dylan. You might be interested in because they mention they're about Christina, a girl. Hello. First one from Hysteria, three stars. She says, or he says, All right, this was insane, but better than expected. And Christina, dot, 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 don't get me started, which I think is positive. Well, oh, I'm going to assume it is. Yeah, right. To work with our narrative. <laughs> Look, I think she was very beautiful and a very good character in this movie. So, you know, that's what I'll say. What more could you ask for? This one, not again, I, I assume it's a good thing, Dylan. Uh, Heart of Glass or GLCSS has said, IDK, what's going on? But Christina Ricci, I love you. You make me want to kill myself. Oh, okay. Good? Question mark? <laughs> I guess. I guess. Um, so what else can we say, Dylan? It's kind of, all I want to say, it was pretty good. 
I think you should watch it. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's a it's a comedy movie with a lot of jokes in it. Mm. It's not much plot to it other than what we've laid out. It's just a lot of decent scenes that add to it. I will say it was probably there's a point in the movie where um there's like uh, some forced some forced what's it called? I know tension or something. Mm. Forced thing to overcome. Uh, at some point, they're like Christina's character. She like tells Bucky like, "Oh, I can't be with you anymore," and it comes out of nowhere. Yeah, I, I agree. They, they sort of wanted to have a big scene at the end where Bucky declares his love to Christina, but they put in mm. some some sort of contri- They made contrived drama there towards the end. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and it's kind I of agree. just a throwaway in the last. In the last 15 minutes or so of the movie. Yeah, that wasn't probably wasn't necessary. Part. No. Yeah. And look, if I had to examine it critically, it's like sort of everything works out fine with Bucky. He doesn't have to try that hard. Things just sort of happen to him. And like, as we said, it's funny. It's a comedy. So his weakness being his strength is kind of funny. But if you had to examine it, like he just sort of walks into town and becomes a porn star almost overnight with not much striving but that's kind of the point right that's, that's the joke they're pulling here yeah yeah absolutely i think it works i would have been fine if that was just the movie it just all works out for him yeah yeah i can i think that could have worked maybe if they'd set up a bit more of the um something about them being some tension between he and christina but it's sort of just everything up to that point's fine then, it's, then they're almost not together for five minutes then they're fine again so or, or even if Dick Shadow was more of an antagonist. Yeah, that could that could have happened. Because he doesn't really do anything, to be honest. No, he's kind of just in the in the background, isn't he? Yeah, he's just kind of in the background, just like, oh, I'm not happy about all the success Bucky's yeah. having. Yeah. But he doesn't do anything about it. But like, if I'm judging this as as a as the worst movie ever on a three percent Rotten Tomatoes, it's way better than that. So I'm very happy to yeah. with what we got. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, oh, one of the good ones, this one. Yeah, and like, as we said before, like, there's a lot of movies on this that we're looking forward to or have been pleasant surprises or have been pleasant disappointments. <laughs> Not pleasant. Unexpected disappointments, I should say. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this one was not on my list of, of expecting it to be good. Turned out to be all right. So, I think that we, we just did a Rotten Tomatoes episode. Maybe this just proves Rotten Tomatoes can't be trusted. For everything Dylan. absolutely i completely agree the biggest surprises of the series you got bucky larson and the ice storm how about that absolutely the um the ice storm being because it's sort of been forgotten since the late 90s hey unfortunately it's kind of on our radar at all and it blew us away and this one just a genuine masterpiece just hiding just, in the shadows right <laughs> uh, and then this one sort of hidden behind you know rotten tomatoes bad scores and you know, bad reviews, but actually not too bad. Yeah, I, th- I think I read it was like the worst performing Happy Madison film of all time as well. Yeah, well, it was nominated for a bunch of Razzies that year, which I think is a pretty bad way of... I hate the Razzies. I think it's a stupid concept, but it yeah, was written no, by Jack and Jill. So another, <laughs> another oh. movie from Adam Sandler getting in the way. Of... <laughs> it's a rough year for Adam, isn't it? I mean, I, I kind of see... Some similarities between Adam Sandler and Bucky in terms of like, you know, just sort of positive attitude and getting through 
through stuff and not caring too much about the haters, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. a fair point. Yeah, I can say that. Coming up, Dylan, we've got Bell Ami. I don't know much about it. I remember the poster being around way back in the day. Really? I've never... I never remember anything about posters or anything, so this will be a <laughs> will be a fresh delight for me, I think. It's a it's a we're going to France, it seems, and it's a period oh, piece. Right. So a bit of a departure from Bucky Larson. Absolutely, but we got we got our pats, we got Emma Thurman. Hello. Yeah. And of course Christina. Of course. I think it's gonna be good. Okay, that's good. And we're getting surprisingly close to the end, aren't we, Dylan? I know it's not going to end forever until Christina stops taking movies, but the ones that are out at the moment, we kind of... I think it took us forever to get through, like, that first lot, and now it feels like it's going too fast for me. Absolutely. But you know what? Mm -hmm. That just means we're getting closer to the hero of Color City. <laughs> it's true. One more, one more chapter closer. Oh, my goodness. Can't wait. Can't wait. All right, well, I never thought I'd say this, Dylan, but I think we should all watch Bucky Larson. Recommend that wholeheartedly. <laughs> um, Absolutely. Give it you a crack. You know, Why not? Over 15 or something, you know, but still. Yeah. Ask your parents before you can watch it. No. That's what I always do with a naughty movie. <laughs> you had to ask him before you watch this one. <laughs> had to double check. It's good, it's good to be safe, you know. Safe and sorry, you know. Well, you know what? That's fair. That's a fair that point. Fair. Right. Well, thank you for listening. We've got a whole bunch of um, Christina episodes in the back catalog. You can find that um, in our feed, plus some non-Christina episodes. Every now and then we do some of those, don't we, Dylan? Uh, once in a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hundred or so. <laughs> hundred or so. Um, we're on the socials, too. You can find us on Twitter, Insta, and Facey. Uh, not that we haven't been on there much recently. Still bad about that, sorry. But we'll be on there. It'll show episodes and main things. So just follow us on here. You'll get a, you'll get a lock date wherever you get your podcast. We'll be there forever. Never stopping. We, we haven't missed a week and we never will. Exactly. We right. never will. Yep. That's our promise to you. And if we break that promise, take us to court. Yep. I dare you. You can. <laughs> I'm going to thank Mark for our theme song. Thank you so much, Mark. Ooh. Mark the man. Absolutely. He was born to be a star, I'll tell you that much. He's our star, isn't he? Absolutely. Until next time, I'm going to say, I miss you, Christina. I miss you, Christina. I miss you, man, do I miss you, I miss you.